Blog Talk Radio. to Vibe Time with Jerry that's tuning in, and I want to welcome everybody on Facebook Live that is tuning in. supposed to have John Stevens on here tonight, but he is going to be a little bit late, so I guess I will be just talking to the audience until he comes in on the chat, and I'll just have to remember to flip over to try to find him on the chat. A couple of things coming up, and I hope the event is still going on, because I saw somewhere where Holly wasn't feeling well, but... This coming up weekend at the Cabin on 360, they are going to be having their seance, Holly Mullins and Dallas Adams. So if y'all could make it to that event, I think the tickets were $50. If I'm wrong, then I'm sure that they will correct me on that, or somebody will correct me on that. Hey, how are you? Um, Somebody will correct me on that. Um So just keep that in mind, what next week, this coming up weekend, this coming up Saturday. John Stevens is going to be late. So I'm going to sit here and talk to y'all until he gets here. Hi, Faith, how are you? Hope you're doing better. (laughs) I got a couple, I got, um, I was reviewing EVPs from yesterday. I'll just put that out there since John Stevens isn't even on the air just yet, I don't think. Um, and I think the one, oh, John Stevens is on the air. Now let me go get him. The one from the basement, we need to listen to that. But hold on. Let me get let me get my little beautiful John Stevens on here. Hey. Uh, first of all, I've never been referred to as little or beautiful in the same sentence. Uh, well, you have now. Y'all know. We all know that side. One of those statements might not be true. Yeah, I know. Hello. I know one of those statements is not true. I, I know. <laughs> At least one of them, because I mean, you're tall. <laughs> you're taller than I am. But I, I would say beautiful. Donna's probably laughing. Okay. Donna's probably laughing. Yeah. Uh, she's halfway across the country right now, so we're... Uh, Where's she at? They're, they're like, gone. Yes, they are... Uh, they are in Kansas. Oh, okay. Um, 
Actually, actually, I think they're in Missouri tonight, and then tomorrow I think they're in Tennessee. So gotcha. I had a niece. I had a niece graduates with her masters from University of Kansas, and they they drove out there with their fifth wheel and have, are going to yeah. take their time coming back. Well, yeah, I would so, too. I could have been in the fifth wheel. I don't know, Daryl. Nah, never mind. <laughs> but they're doing okay, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah everything's good. Good. And, so, and how have you been doing? Since have you went to lately? Well, so I went to the event at the uh, Cabin on Three Sixty um, for uh, this past weekend, and, and so. So, Are you calling me from your car? Yes, I am. I'm on the road. I'm sorry. So if I break up for a minute, just hang with me. Okay. Hi, John Sullivan. Hey, Kimberly. So I saw so many of our of our friends. Uh, Lynn was there, and John Harris, and and Lynn Harris, and. Um, Tyler for Covert and, and, and Shiloh Ricardo, um, uh, Middletown, um, uh, yeah, there was there was quite a few people out there. Yeah, and and uh, so it was, a, it was a really good event for for a good cause. Uh, there were lots. Uh, there was a lot of money raised for um, the event, and uh, but I was I was reminded. Um, Dennis and I had a chance to talk, and uh, you know, we 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 all have we all have a lot of friends in this field, and. I was surprised about how many people that did not come. I mean, I, I wasn't thinking of it then. Um, of course, uh, Lyle and Tana and, and Brandon from um, from uh, the Twisted Paranormal Society, you know, Haunted Nights, they were there as well. Uh, right. I, and I hate naming names because I'm going to leave leave people out, but these are all people that are that are really cool and special to us and. And there was, but there were several. When I'm thinking back on it, I'm like, well, why didn't that person come? Why didn't that person come? And everybody's got a life. They can't make it to. Yeah. Well, my my um, you saw my life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, we don't have to get to that. But it like that. It seemed like that there were a lot of people there, though. From what I can see out of the pictures, it went very well. Yes, the weather. The weather cooperated, mm-hmm. and um, so I mean I will oh. say this about events is you know with the with the way the economy is and um, and I'll try not to get political, but don't you dare! <laughs> I know, but everybody under. The, the the price of gas affects everybody. Yeah. And 
It's it's crazy expensive. And so I ask people to come to to travel to events is really asking a lot more than you than they were having to be asked to do. The other the other thing is after speaking with uh, Dennis, and I was asking him about various locations, mm-hmm. he said that some some vacation some places that we have done investigations right. at in the last year are going to be real hard pressed to do any events anytime soon oh. because they've had to cut staff. They they can't put on events if they don't have staff there. Um, the the price of gas to cut the grass on the properties is is crazy expensive. So right when I thought we were about ready to get out of this pandemic mm-hmm. and the you know it's. The company has gone so upside down that it has made it nearly impossible for some of these places to remain open. John Savage. And, and so it will help these places yeah. that are run either by the government or are privately run. And I and I'll and I'll throw this out there. So a place like like Bell Grove, mm-hmm. um, there's going to be several events coming up that will be lockdown um, events, overnight events, and which is which is really good. Yeah, so, that would be fun. But the other thing is, is you've got places like um, the Manor House that at Powhatan Plantation that is not going to close down unless they have, you know, another pandemic uh, situation. So there are places you can go to investigate. I will, we, we, and I won't bring up specific places that are, that are having difficulty, but it, it was really eye-opening. And it was told to me that these places closed for good. Yeah, yeah, that's sad. I mean, what, what would you do? I mean, right. I mean, these places are historic places. These places rely on mostly school groups coming there during the day, you know during the week. The schools are not allowing bus trips because of the price of gas. So it all kind of it all kind of comes back to you, these places need money and they're not getting the money. Right. And if they don't have staff, they can't hold paranormal events, and uh, therefore, you know, um, some of these places would have certainly welcomed. Uh, a good chunk of change for a Saturday night event, but they don't have a staff, so they can't even host a, uh, an event. So that's right. That's true. That's very true. I mean, a lot of 
are happening. And I got to go back in some comments real quick because John Sullivan said that out of that event they raised two thousand five hundred and thirty-two dollars total from GoFundMe, the event, and the raffle tickets raised for um, the Glenn Morgan family. Hey, Judith. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was really a a, uh, a strong event that 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 John Sullivan. And, and, and Sandra and, and several others put together and, and were able to do at the cabin. Yeah. And, um, you know, we, those, you know, those of us that, that knew Glenn, um, as, 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 as John said that, you know, all the events that he's going to participate in and go to, He's going to leave, leave one of the stickers. They've been leaving the stickers of of, uh, of him to, uh, so that he'll be included um, at these locations if he would have been there in person. Oh, that's but, sweet, though. I, I didn't know him on a personal level. I really didn't. But from, from what um, everybody has, has said, he was a very nice guy. But I, I didn't know him in person. Yeah, and and life happens, and, um, and 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 we all have uh, friends that pass, and and some some pass way too soon, um, and uh, we're not prepared for that kind of thing. Uh, but certainly, um, hats off to the way we've kind of honored his memory and others. Um, as well, and so as we know, some of these events that we do, well, most of the yeah. events that I do or participate in, the money is going towards a good cause. That's so true. We, um, we're you know we're we're one we're we really are one big family. That is true. Um, I, I know, like with the Bell Grove and and, um, and doing the uh, the lockdowns and the overnight events, uh, they've got uh, Sage Paracon coming there uh, on the uh, and I don't have my calendar from front of me. I believe it's the uh, the last weekend in, in May and. That that's going to be a fun weekend. Um, Which one is that? And, and Which one is that? It's called. Uh, it, it, it's going to be at Bell Grove in King George, um, and it's the Sage Paracon. Uh, M. J. Dickinson is the, uh, I guess, the main attraction, but there's several others, and, and there's a lot of things going on, and, and um, but. Uh, John Sullivan and, and several others will be there. Have tables set up. Uh, Howie O'Dell is going to have a table there, I believe. Nice. Uh, so those those that know certainly should show up and and, um, and 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 you know and go and visit some of these people uh, while they're there. We're hoping that it's going to be a great weekend. 
I hope the weather turns out good for everything with all this stupid rain we've had lately. Yeah, yeah. There's I mean, for real. Right. Um, Thanks, John you know, Sullivan. Uh, yeah, the weekend, uh, this coming weekend, there's um, there there's some events going on, but June and July are are starting to uh, have have events almost every weekend. Uh, there's a there's still a lot going on in Virginia. In fact, uh, many times I, I try to to remember to post things as they come up, but kind of keep posting them as they get closer to that date, so that. Because if you post it too soon and you post it one time, people are not going to remember. Or if you're like me, right? You'll ju- you'll just say, "I think there's something going on this weekend, but I'm not smart enough to write it down, so I can't remember." Well, there's so much goes on. You you really can't. There's so many different things that go on, and as it stands right now with my schedule, like Friday. And Sunday are my two available days at the moment because I have um, a lot of Reiki clients going, you know, coming. That is um, that has picked up quite a bit, and you know, between the two shows with with um, Vibe Time with Jerry and Crossroads in the Manor House, it's a pretty busy schedule, you know. And I got my boys in track, so you know, you lose track of stuff because there's a lot of events that that go on. Not to mention the private yeah. investigations, the ones that um, were called to do. Got to squeeze those in. Um, I'm kind of interested in hearing about what's been happening at the at the Manor House. Well, one of the things that we're learning is that we keep our body cams running all the time because the spirits out there like to talk as we're talking. You know, you think you don't have anything going on. Um, Sometimes the equipment doesn't go off. You know that. And um, then the next thing, you know, when we're home reviewing EVPs through the body cam, it I'm just shocked. And now they know me by name, so that's even better. So, yeah. Has David said anything as far as, like, he's seen an uptick in the amount of things, or is he just, because he's got a lot more access to uh, recording and or video, that maybe he would have missed it in the past, but now you, you're you just a, another um, confirmation that stuff is happening. Oh yeah, I I think he could put something in the comments about that. Um, yeah, I, I mean I'm not going to speak for him, but I, at what I've been going there for almost a year now, and I've seen a increase in in things. But I think running a continuous recorder and a body cam um, is proving that. I just I wish that we could get more 
like physical evidence as far as apparitions and things like that, you know, because when I'm out there I see moving shadow figures, but I don't pick that up on my body cam and, you know, but I see them and it's just like, so, and yeah, he's, he, he put there's been quite a bit more activity since Jerry has started coming out. So, you know, we're, it's, they, they just know me by name now, which is, like I said, really cool. So there has been an increase. Yeah. Right, and and, uh, and just having extra recorders and, and video, you're probably yeah. catching a lot more events that was just being missed. Um, right. Uh, but, yeah, I encourage you. Everybody that's listening, if you haven't had a chance to go, you got to go. Yeah, and you know they do the we do the we do the tours, which are a lot of fun because you meet different people from all over. You know, you just meet different people, and you know how I am with the museum. It's the same thing. I get excited. You meet people from all over the world, and you know I'm a talker, and I like to and you know talk to different people and. Um, but they also do the private investigations, too. You know, not just, you know, the tours are three times a week. Monday, Wednesday, Saturday, 9 o'clock, tickets are $15. David will post the um, activities desk number in the comments, and you just call them um, if you want additional information. But they don't take money over the phone anymore, so now you've got to kind of physically come up there at around 8.45, purchase your ticket from the activities desk. Um, but... I'm trying to put together a um, private investigation, which you have to have five people to do that, and it's fifty bucks. It's what two fifty? It's two fifty for a private investigation. Thank you. Yeah, for the activity seven five seven two two zero twelve hundred. Um, but you got to have at least five people to do that with, and it's it's two fifty. But he's got Saturday is available, but you got to wait until after the tour is over. Um, to do that, so I've always looked at Friday because Friday you can get there at 7 p.m. and set up and run your equipment until 2 a.m. So to me, it's a better it's a better deal. Not saying Saturdays isn't, but you know. So right. Yeah. For, okay. Two fifty yeah. for up to five, then fifty dollars per person after five people. And we had fun when we did it, when I did it with Anita, John Savage, you know, David, me. It, it, I mean, we just we had a really good time that particular night. I think Jack was there. I can't remember his um, niece was there. That's right. And her dad, was her dad there? I can't remember. But we had we had fun. And, uh, you know, it was, it was we had a good time. Yeah, we got to do it again. Yeah, it, it really is a uh, a place that's uh, that's a good place to investigate. Uh, yeah. If you, if you just want to do the tour, which right? I encourage everybody to do that um, mm-hmm. because he does allow you to use the equipment uh, right. after it's over with. And and uh, to a lot of people that have never, best ever been on a, 
Trigger toys. There's trigger toys that I have. Um, I have a 17th century doll that I use. I bought some coin money. I bought some cards, and I just put together a rag doll, but I haven't pulled it out yet. Um, and they seem to respond well to that. I, I just think it's it's neat when you see when you do see younger people come in there and they're really excited. Um, to use the equipment after the tour. Kids just absolutely love it because, you know, you do get some kids in there that have special needs too, and they're just really, really excited about it, and sometimes they don't want to, they don't, they don't want to leave. They would rather, they want to stay because they're having so much fun, you know. Um, but it's, it's really cool interacting with different people different people there. I think out of everything, I like the chill, the kids that come in the most because they're just, they're excited. Yeah, I can remember uh, being there one night um, and there must have been, oh my gosh, there was close to 40 people there. Of course, mm-hmm. it, was, uh, you know, it was during the summer and there was... It's one of those um, uh, summer nights, those summer nights, and and what else to do with your family? You know, normally they go to play in the pool or go to the playground and stuff like that. But that you, you know, you, you do that every night. That gets old. But what, how cool mm-hmm. is it that the, actually the place you're staying actually offers? Ghost tours. So right. Yeah. Right. And what's cool about it too, and this is what I tell people, there has been a lot of people that have come to me and they have said, you know, I really, I'm really interested in what you do. I like what you do. Um, but I've always been afraid to do it, and I've always been afraid to go to some of these places that I hear about. And what I do tell people is if they're starting out with stuff like this, then really the manor house is one of the safest places to be. It's a very active place, but it's also a very safe place. I don't know. I hope I'm wording that correctly. 
Um, you know, there's nothing that is malevolent there. There's nothing that's demonic there, but we get a lot of good evidence from children. We picked up one last night. Um, the EVP that I had on my body cam just amazes me. Um, you know, we pick up Eliza in the upstairs room quite often. We've picked up, picked up children by the shed in the EVP. Um, but it's like a, it's a safe place to be able to investigate. It's not, you know, one where you got to be frightened of, oh, are they going to follow me home? Because I know that a couple people had mentioned that spirit followed them home, and I'm not buying it because I, you know, I just, I just don't buy that. They, they're not going to do that. <laughs> not there. <laughs> you know, they pretty much, they pretty much stay on the grounds there. They don't, you know, oh, let me just drape home with you. You know, they don't know. <laughs> Now, I did, I did pick up one, but this one was a pass-through one. This one needed to be crossed over, and there's a difference. This one wasn't even, it wasn't even a part of the manor house. I don't even know how to explain it. It, it was a cross-through spirit that, that probably picked up on the fact that, hey, this, this lady can see me. She can feel my energy and communicate with me, so let me get help. And that's exactly what happened. He got help, and he crossed over. We haven't seen him since. So, right. You know, but yeah, it's well, it's a very active place, and I mean, I don't underestimate it. Don't get me wrong, but you know, you know, just as well as I do, kids are very vulnerable with things. So we would definitely not want to put them at, at any risk. But the history is fascinating to me. Yeah. It you know, another another place not too far from there is to go to like the old uh, colonial part of Williamsburg and take one of their right. tours. Um, right, and I have been on their tours. I've been on Denny's on um, Extreme Tour. It's about three hours, you know, and it's a good tour too. I mean, you know, it's it's something to do, and you know, the history just is amazing. You know, like I said, the, the manor house, we always have to tell our guests that come there that it's not staged. Anything that happens, happens. <laughs> we told them that last night, even though the ladies ran out the door. We told them nothing is staged. <laughs> they came flying down so fast. I had never seen people move so fast in my life. And they they, they left, left some of the equipment upstairs. <laughs> yeah, it's... Up. <laughs> right. I mean, we're not talking about the, the basement at the Brick Rancher running out. We're talking about a place that, you know, a historic location and something happened. Yeah. Well, they got spooked. They got spooked. The K2 meter lit all the way up, and, and they went running out the house, and it was just, it was funny, because you would have, when I checked my body cam out this evening, because I was listening to watching my body cam as I, before I came on, and I just, I just busted out laughing, because I couldn't help myself, it was just so funny. <laughs> I mean, they hauled ass. It got me thinking about all the places that you can investigate, um, that you don't have to pay for, you like, uh, for instance, I was talking with uh, John Harris, and he was, um, he's going to be putting together a YouTube, uh, YouTube videos 
where he goes around um, to places during the day and stops and does investigation. Oh, yeah. I, mean, I did that. That was that. I used to do that, John. Remember, I used to go to different places, and I would just do my Facebook Lives. And, I mean, it was a lot of fun. That was before I got my vertigo, you know, before I had the vertigo issue. But, yeah, I used to – that's fun when you do that. Yeah, I mean, there, there are a lot of places. Um, I had uh, – I was talking with uh, – with another investigator about that lives up near Spotsylvania. And I mm-hmm. said, you know, I love that area up there. And he's like, well, if you if you go with me to Spotsylvania uh, Courthouse Battlefield, I'll take you to a spot that is very, very active on the battlefield. And you can be I'm there not- during the day. And so that's the thing is go to these places during the day and don't break any laws. Right. And uh, you can still investigate. And make, you know, or if, if the place is on private property, you better get permission uh, before you do it. Um, it's funny because I was out at Hollywood Cemetery in Richmond uh, last summer. Yeah, and I came across I came across two people that were investigating while I was out there. Oh, fun! Hollywood Cemetery. Yeah, and the only reason I knew that is because they had an EMF detector on sitting on top of one of the tombstones, and I recognized it right off the bat. Right, right. And then you know, and then one of them's holding a recorder. I would have normally thought it was just a family mourning the loss. No, they were doing an active investigation out at Hollywood Cemetery. So, yeah, that's a that's a nice place to um that's a nice place to investigate. And I know that many people do this sort of thing, so mm-hmm. uh, it's nothing to it's nothing to be embarrassed about. Or, or in fact, I love to hear the stories of people say, you know, there was this church cemetery or something that I pass every day and I decided to stop one day and get out there and look and it's very old and historic and I got out and did an investigation and it was it was really active you know and, um, and we got a lot of EVPs and stuff like that and, and that's and that's just pretty cool I mean spur yeah. of the moment type of investigating yeah, oh yeah, those are the fun ones and um like I said Hollywood Cemetery, that's a really that's a really neat place to to be and you can get some such beautiful photographs there because some of the places some of the burial grounds are just and the tombstones are gorgeous. I mean I hope I'm not saying that wrong, but some of them are just like just so beautiful. I mean, yeah, I know it's, yeah, it's, it's I'm not trying to be rude when I say that, but it's just a beautiful place, even though it's a cemetery. I don't know how to word what I'm trying to say, but I got some really good pictures there. Oh, yeah. There's, uh, 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 there's a lot of art there. 
uh, yeah. as far as tombstones go. Um, it's got an, one of the best views of, of Richmond from that from that because it's on the James. It's right up on the on the bluff of the James. So, yeah. It has a lot going for it. I, I I remember you talking about investigating places kind of spur of the moment. I was talking with this lady, and she said that uh, I don't know if it was a, a relative of hers or something, but she had gone to her house, her relatives, and her and her, I don't know. I'm just gonna say it was her aunt, and she, her aunt said had always told her that she thought her house was haunted, and there was always a lot of strange things happening. So she said, well, when I go visit her, I'm going to investigate inside that house. But yeah. She didn't, bother to, she didn't bother to tell the aunt that. And so the aunt busts into the room not, not knowing that they were doing a full-fledged investigation, her and her, her daughter or somebody. They were. They had all the. They had brought out all the equipment and everything, and they had it in the room. And the aunt was like, "Y'all ain't doing what I think y'all are doing." And so it, she said it was comical, but the aunt got really pissed. Um, yeah. But they were doing an investigation inside her house without asking her. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. I there people do that stuff. That happened at a couple places in Yorktown where some people were out there investigating and and at different um people's businesses and they didn't have permission to do that. And to me that's just like not cool. Yeah, I mean at somebody's house, you know, it's yeah. Mm-mm. But we still got to get to um, where John Sullivan is, too. Yeah. Because yeah, uh, you and David Tyler were supposed to go there. Yeah, we, we are. And, um, mm-hmm. uh, and John's, a busy, John's a busy guy. Their uh, paranormal tour 2022 uh, is, is going strong. And... They're going to more places and and doing a lot of you know investigating in different places that I, that are on my bucket list. So I yeah. know one of the places that people can go and, and usually find and you will not be you will not be disappointed in, in staying albums and. Um, down in towards uh, a little bit south of Christian off of you know, or Blackbird of 81. Where, where is it? You're up a little bit. If, yeah, so if you go down to 81 and you pass Blacksburg, just keep going down 81. And you, the next town you get to is, is where Radford College is. And that's where St. Albans is. And, okay. Uh, St. Albans. St. Albans has stuff going on every 
gosh, they've got two or three events there in June and two or three events in July. And, um, you just have to check out my page to get the contact information for what whoever is doing the event. I was talking with Brandon, and they just posted a link yesterday about they're doing uh, the ghost at St. Albans in June. Um, they've got the Chris and Mike from Tennessee Chase is going to be there in July. Um, again, there in January. Yeah, Shayla has put Honda Night Paranormal Events will be there on 624 and 625. Yes, that's right. And, um, I have yet to go there. It, well, it's it's not it's not close to those that like yourself that live in Urbana. Um, it's not, but I could um, stay the night at Savvy Spooky's house because she lives in Blacksburg. Yeah. No, she lives in Blackstone, so that is nowhere near. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's nowhere near me. Never mind. I take all that back. I mix I mix those two. Yeah, I mix those up. But never mind. Can't spend the night at Savvy's house. That's right. Well, if you go and you do one of these events where it's an all nighter, you don't need to sleep anyway. And uh, but I think from Richmond, it's probably three and a half hours, three hours, something like that. Yeah. I'm just kind yeah. of throwing some times out there to kind of get an idea. But it's a uh it's a great it's a great place. Very it's very large and you talk to people that have been there and they will everybody has a story of where in the place is the where they got their best evidence. And I know with me it's one place, and then I talked to somebody the other day, and they said, you know, we didn't get anything down in the bowling alley or in the or the boiler room, but we were in the peekaboo uh, hallway, and and things were going crazy there. So, I think Ryan went there a week or. So. I don't think he's on here right now, but I could have sworn I saw pictures where he took of that. Yes. Mhm. Yes, I do believe he was. He's been there recently. That's right. Um, yeah, if I remember they've right, been, I, they've been having a lot of events. They do. I encourage everybody to go to their to their uh, their page because you can rent the place. For the evening. Um, oh, okay. They also they've also started doing actual like history tours during the day, I believe, um, which would be really cool to see it during the day as well. Because at night, it is uh, you know they don't have any lights on. I mean, you, you have to use flashlights everywhere you go, and. You know, and of course at Halloween they decorated for Halloween and have a big haunted house there and stuff. 
So well, I'm sure that's they're probably book solid for overnight. I mean, for groups, aren't they? Yeah, that seems like a very popular place. It, it is, and and Belgrove is too. Yeah, a couple of things about it popular. John Sullivan don't have time for us little people anymore. I know. We're just we're way down on the little pole on the little thing now. It's like we should have got to him before he got popular. That was the plan, but the weather messed. No, I know what it. The weather was one factor, and there was no tours running that month that we wanted to go. I remember. Yes. Yeah. And uh, right now there aren't any tours going on there except for the the nights that he's going to do the lockdown. Uh, the lockdown. Yeah. So uh, I'm, I, right off the top of my head, I can't think of what nights those are, but I think there's like one each month for the like the John, next four months. Yeah, John Sullivan, are you still on? Are you still on? Type in some stuff. Typing some stuff down on the, um, if he's still on here, he can put some stuff in the comments so that people will know. Yeah, and I'll, uh, I mean, I'll post, I'll find those links again and post them again and so that everybody can, you know, see if they, see if people can do that. Now, that's a, that's a really good place to go and to be locked you know, to have it all, all, all night. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You know, that's, that's, uh, that's worth the money there to, to be able to do yeah. that all night. So, um, so I was, uh, don't don't go to the Bell Grove in uh, Middleton, Virginia, which is nowhere near the Bell Grove in King George. So oh shit! There's the little, the, the, the uh, there's Bell Grove Plantation. There's two of them in Virginia, and both of them are are historic. And oh snap! The Bell, okay. Bell Grove, the Bell Grove Plantation in Middleton is up there off of 81 and it's like on the way to Winchester um, and uh, that's a beautiful place but they don't do Winchester those tours or do. anything paranormal okay Ronnie Ricker put that their Bell Grove does not allow paranormal investigations so Ronnie is that just like a um, at the Bell Grove that he's talking about is that like do they do historical like Tours? Is that yeah. how does that work, yeah. Shayla or Ronnie? Ronnie's on here. I think he knows about the one that you're talking about, the one in Middleton. Yeah. yeah I did it last summer, and they it, we had a we just did our self guided tour. We had the whole place to ourselves. It was great. Oh, nice. So if, nice. Really, if, if we wanted to investigate, we probably could have, but. I was kind of like, 
you know, I know there's a camera somewhere. Uh, yeah, a yeah. Property. Yeah. Now, the connection, the connection between the two, there is a connection, is the one up in Middleton, up near, as you're going towards Winchester, that one, and I, and I might get this wrong, but it was like the sister to James Madison. Yeah, well, I think Ronnie, Ronnie is on here, and he he's with that, so he would he says it's the tours in the museum. Yes, mm-hmm. museum. Yeah, uh, James Madison's sister is, built. Okay, he said James Madison's sister built this one, the one that he's at, the one in Middleton you're talking about. Right, and so J- James Madison was born at the one in King George, Belgrove. Gotcha. So, and that's a ongoing bed and breakfast as well. So that's why you don't have to be in the paranormal to visit that place. You can actually go and stay there for the evening, which they have a lot of people come because they know it's haunted, uh, but they've also had guests that don't want anything to do with ghosts or paranormal. They think right. it's evil. So, right. You know, it, it is a working business. Um, both of the properties are very beautiful. I will say that everyone needs to see both properties, but they're nowhere near each other and. I just always have to make sure that I tell people that this event is at the Bell Grove in King George because we right. may have had people go all the way to to Middleton, Virginia. Oh, gosh, yeah. If I wouldn't have known any better, I probably would have. How far is that outside of um, Winchester? Uh, I don't know, maybe... I'm going to get this wrong, but maybe 20 or 30 minutes, but I don't know. It may not be that far. Yeah. I mean, I got I got friends that live in Winchester. I've been, I've been meaning to get to the – all right, so 10 minutes south. Thank you. I've got friends that live out in that area. I'm sure if I asked them if I could stay with them, they would let me. Yeah. I mean, Mountains are a beautiful uh, place. Yeah, it's easy to find and um, – I took lots of pictures. I posted some earlier this week, um, just kind of reminding me of the beauty of the place, and I can't wait to get back. And uh, if I if I do, I'll, I'll make sure I go see uh, Middleton Paranormal while I'm up there and pay them a visit. Um, yeah, where are you where are you traveling at right now? Because you're on the road. So I'm. I was coming from. Uh, the East End um, Mechanicsville area, trying to get back to uh, the house in uh, gotcha. Chesterfield. So, yeah, because I know you're not you wasn't at uh, well you was at the cabin this weekend. So did you um did you get anything in the Pearl? Your favorite spot? <laughs> you know the way the way the uh, the rotation was. We did the 
Woods, our first and second locations. So we we never went back to the the cabin. We just stayed out in the woods for like two hours. <laughs> Did you um, get anything? I knew I well I knew I was not going to be able to stay all night because right. of the previous commitment. So the luck of the draw was is. Um, is I thought I was going to be able to do the uh, Brick Rancher before I left, but I couldn't get it in. I had to leave. Um, Aww. But, but now I will say this. So one of the guys that was there, investigator on our team, he was taking lots of pictures in the woods. And during one of the breaks, when we went back into the cabin, he showed me... Uh, the picture. Now, when we were out in the woods, and initially when we first started, it was still light outside. So it's really it's really odd to investigate in the woods when it's still the sun hasn't set. You know, it's still light. Right. A lot of people a lot of people don't like to investigate in the daytime. To me, it doesn't bother me. Um, right. Well, ghosts ain't gonna. They don't all come out. They're they're out all hours of the day and night. Right. So trust. He showed me the picture of a black shadow figure uh, standing behind a tree, like peeping around the tree. And I tried oh, wow. to debunk it as. At first, I said it could it be a stump, could it be just a the way the sun is shining? It was none of that. There was nothing else around it that even looked like. I even said, could it be a like a burnt tree behind that other tree, like something that caught fire at one time, and it was just a dark tree that was behind this very light looking tree. That wasn't it because it cut up, it literally had a head and a body. Oh, neat. So, that's, and it Ronnie, was the right height. Ronnie said if it was the. Oh, that's. Is he going to post that? I asked him to send it to me, um, but he did show a lot of people. He ended up showing Ryan and he did end up mm-hmm. showing uh, Dennis. Uh, the picture, so they will know exactly um, if it's you know if somebody asks them about it. Uh, right. I can't remember the guy's name uh, right offhand who did it, but I've seen him in other investigations, so I know I, it's legit. And he was taking lots of pictures. Um, yeah, David wanted to know if it was as good as at the Manor House. No. Yeah, and Ronnie said if it was the Pearl Upstairs part of the cabin, which it was, John needs to watch the live stream. Robbie was propositioned, and they wanted his wife to join a threesome, just so you'll know. You need to go watch the live stream. I guess you missed your stripper moment, John. Oh, I was hoping somebody would. I oh. was hoping maybe he would say uh, he got the pole out and and and. and I don't think anybody can. 
I don't think anybody can make that poll work like you do. None, none of us can. Oh, wow. And I'm, you know, I mean, you know, you're really good at the poll. Well, there ain't, no, there ain't nobody better at twerking than, um, than, than Savannah Spooks, you know. Throwing some money on the floor, <laughs> making it rain, and then Sav Spooks is twerking. Yeah. yeah, nobody can do it like Savannah with the, yep, she's right, or he's right, throwing the money on the floor and <laughs> assume that position. Yeah. <laughs> Oh yes, that's right. We ha- we do have to clear that up. It it's it was a light pole that he's just really good at. I can't imagine if it was a pole because <laughs> yeah, if it was like a stationary pole attached to the ceiling, be in trouble. Um, we would like been, I'd be John throwing would have been dollar doing the twirl. Yeah, I'd be, I'd be, <laughs> I I can see you twerking on the pole. I would throw you some dollar bills. We have. Do what now? (laughs) People would pay not to see that. Oh my God, that is so not true. You haven't seen John Stevens on the wholesaler. You just, you you really haven't. (laughs) I have it on a live stream somewhere. I think I have it on my YouTube channel somewhere too, if I remember correctly. We got about two minutes and fifty-one seconds left. John Stevens, what did you? What is there anything Debbie you want to announce? But Debbie Reno said that she wasn't. She was so embarrassed. Please, we knew you had it in you. Oh, I got more, but it might not come out. <laughs> yes, we have the. We know the other side. Trust me. Uh, we. What's what goes on in the pearl stays in the pearl. That's right. Let me shut. Right. That's right. Let me shut up. I'm not supposed to even repeat anything that happens at the pearl. I will I say no say more. This, that John Sullivan and I had to exit the room one time because the males all had to get out, go downstairs, and then when we proceed to come back up to the pearl, uh, the ladies we're saying things that I don't quite have, I don't think I've ever recovered from what the things I heard people like your sister say or... But um, see, y'all didn't know what it looked like that. So now you know. Now you know. Don't get in a women's well, conversation. I was just saying that the, the spirit comes We're worse than y'all are. Oh, that's... You can, uh, when we had look, when we had the Boo Bitch event, there was Dennis there, and it was Tracy's husband there, and um, Gwen's husband I think showed up in the beginning too, just to kind of help out. And he got caught in one of our conversations, and he just shook his head. He's like, "Oh my God, what did what conversation did I just get caught up in with y'all?" And he like looped the other way. So you just when you got a bunch of females, we we really we trash talk. I mean, we really do. Well, that's men all right. just you know, it's all, it's all in, it's all in but it's all in good. And, right, and and some things cause uh, you know sometimes oh. go into investigating doing just different things. You'll get different results. Yeah. Um, but I, I wanted to, I wanted to give a shout out to Ryan's show that's following this one. 
Uh, yep. We're going to have Angel Bay, an old friend of ours. Uh, they used to be at Gordonsville at the Exchange Hotel. She's now oh. living in um, Georgia, I believe. Uh, yeah. So glad to hear that. And then VirginiaParanormalEvents.com. Yeah. A lot of stuff on that webpage that Jeff puts together. Uh, and there's events that are happening. So the only way yep. I can stay on top of things is to post them, and, and it keeps me reminded. Yeah. Yep. All right, I got to get off the air here so I don't cut into Ryan's, but I appreciate you coming on. Yeah, absolutely. We'll see you in about a month, okay? All right, thanks. All right, see you. Bye. I was a hard drinking sinner. With blood on my hands, I was a high-drinking sinner, a gun in my hands, drinking 40 pounds for dinner, till I met a big man, and the man said, I do it do, I do it do, I do
Hello, all you freaks out there. This is Ryan. Sorry about the um, delay earlier. I was looking for a song to play to start the show, but I couldn't find it. So I had to play the, the original song, which is fine. I like that song too, but I was going to play Angel in the Morning, Got Itchy Legs, for my special guest, who hopefully she's coming on. I uh, sent her a message, but she did, don't know if she got it or not. Um, so, yeah, kind of, kind of in a holding pattern here. Drinking some decaf coffee in my Spirit Seekers of Virginia. Yeah, Spirit Seekers. No, what does SOS stand for? I, mean, I don't even know. I thought it was Spirit Seekers of Virginia, but I don't, it might not be that, because Spirit Seekers, that'd be S, SS, not SOS, right? So let me talk to Sherry about what, what SOS of Virginia actually means. It might be Spirit Seekers. I don't know. But it holds my coffee good, so that's all that really counts. We had a good time last weekend at the Cabin on 360. We uh, we had an event. It was a it was a memorial paranormal investigation for Glenn Morgan. He is a investigator who is good friends with uh, with um, the folks from Fredericksburg Paranormal and Covert Paranormal. Middletown Paranormal was there. We had the folks from Haunted Nights came out. A lot of people came out to support Glenn and his family. They actually had a few members of Glenn's family come out to the cabin as well to join us for his uh, for his event. And let me tell you what, it was a lot of fun. A lot of people had a good time. There was a lot of um, a lot of activity that people were captured. I know I went. I was with a group who captured. Uh, Musket fire in the backwoods, in the middlewoods too. I was listening to a recording on my phone. I think we actually may have captured a Native American back in the woods too. Um, and there was activity in the rancher. Um, apparently, uh, somebody here, they were getting a lot of great responses in the uh, brick rancher in the, in the basement in the cabin as well so for those of you who came out we definitely appreciate it uh, I know Glenn's family appreciates it and it's good that you know we're all able to come together and uh, show support for one of our friends who uh, who's unfortunately unfortunately is no longer with us um we have another event at the cabin this weekend. There have been a little bit change of plans with that, but we'll get into the details about that uh, later. I just gotta, you know, work some details out. But uh, we're still having an investigation this weekend. It's gonna be a little bit different than uh, than planned. So we'll keep you posted with the details on that here. Let's see here. Yep. Okay. Nope, there's there's uh Jerry. Uh so um yeah, that was uh big you know, the event was fun this weekend. Um 
there's some events coming up here pretty soon. I think the Sage Paracon might be coming up the weekend after this one over at Bell Grove Plantation. Uh, our friends Howie Odell um, is going to be out there. And I think the Rift Radio is having an event at St. Albans that's the same weekend. So two weeks from now, the Rift Radio Network will be at Pear, Pell Grove, Bell Grove at Sage Paracon, and there'll also be at St. Albans for an event out there. And, uh, of course, FBR, FPRI will be at Bell Grove as well that weekend. Um, CROP, Commonwealth Researchers, Commonwealth Researchers of the Paranormal, are going to be at uh, Woodland Cemetery Saturday, uh, a week from Saturday, so the 28th, no, 20th. Memorial Day weekend. When is Memorial Day weekend? Is that? Let's see when it's Memorial Day weekend. Let's figure, let's figure this stuff out. I made the event, but I totally forgot what it was. I am on top of things today, as you can tell. That's what happens when I, I have to think while I'm doing the show. May 30th. So we will be out there on the 28th of May, which is two weeks from now, I think. Math isn't my math isn't my forefront. So yeah. So two weeks from now we'll be placing flags at uh at um Woodland Cemetery. So there's that. Kimmy's coming in here. She's drinking a Capri Sun or Kool Aid jammer. Disappointing because I was looking forward to talking to Angel about stones, which I know nothing about, which is the reason why I'm having her on the show. But hopefully, hopefully she's okay and uh, does not like her to totally, what they, what's it called, ghostess? I guess she's ghosting us, so I guess that would be great for My a, par- a paranormal talk show. I'm trying to check her from earlier or late. You're, you're, you're neither. You're, you're both. Uh-huh. She's not on yet, so. Love We're just kind of hanging out here. I heard you talking. I'm like, oh. Talking to myself. Yeah, I heard you talking. I'm like, talking oh, maybe I should be myself. myself and come out here instead. Yeah, you can sit here and talk. You can talk with me. Oh, well then. You know the Google's been going since, like, we got dinner, right? The Google in. Yeah, and there's a. Uh, I could have sworn I said Google stop. It's still going now? Yeah, I heard it like on my train. I heard you know, oh. I, no, Google's not even paying attention to me. I recognize the now phone from a mile away. RJ has got a new got a new cardboard pirate ship, and we put his Google uh, Nest thing or Google Home. What's it called? Google Home. Oh uh, yeah, Google Home. We actually, my dad bought it for Angie because she asked for it for Christmas so she could watch. Get yeah, get recipes off it, watch him cook stuff in the kitchen. Uh, yeah, it lasted for about a month. I don't even think he used it. She used it in the kitchen. Um, Maybe one time. Yeah, well, then that didn't last very long. Now it's, it, now it's RJ's little little TV. And now it's sitting in his pirate ship. Uh, apparently going, even though I, even though I told, told it to stop. Yeah, I've been here for now. He's from a mile away. I'm getting my drink, and I just start vibing. So, like, I know this song. He said the funniest thing the other day. We were, it was Sunday night. He was just, we just put together his pirate ship and, 
He looked at me. He goes, I don't love you, Daddy. He says, pirates don't love people. Pirates don't love people. That's, that's uh, you know, words to live by. If you ever oh, if you ever want to fall in love with a pirate, don't, because pirates don't love people. I forgot I still have these in my pocket. You got your Fucking stones. I just don't even know what this is. Um, not entirely sure. The little card. I lost the cards that like you said what they were, but I think that one was Carnelian. Carnelian. I think. That's a cool name, Carnelian. It is. That's a really cool name. Oh, Howie loves people. Is Howie a pirate? I thought Howie. Well, uh, some some okay. Some pirates love people. Uh, some pirates love people. Depends on which end you're on. Depending, yeah, depends on depends on if people have rum or not. That that's what the you know if you if you have rum, a pirate will love you. Uh, or coffee. Pirates love coffee as well. Pirates over here. <laughs> Not exactly where, where I thought our show would be going tonight, but you know what? That's okay. We're we're winging it. Let's see if, it, if, this, if she's called in yet. Nope, she has not. So we're going to go to our old standby. We're going to read some articles here because you know what? We got to do something, right? I took a trip out to Jury's Bluff today. Let me tell you what happened this morning. I got a was going to uh, going to Amazon for a job interview, and uh, of course, when I'm about to leave to go on the interview, I get the tire pressure sensor deal comes on my on my little dashboard thing on my on my uh, car, and that thing comes on like all the time. Either my sensors are, you know bad or my the tires are just terrible on my car. Probably both. Yeah. I mean it happens way more than it should. You know, it's not like I'm running over like thumbs like run over like nails and like <laughs> So anyways I get I get the sensor but I'm like I I'm on my way to an interview it was like probably nine forty five and the one interview was at ten thirty it's all all the way in Chesterfield. So I take the long way. Which I like to do. I don't I I prefer taking the back roads when I go on uh Trips, I'll, well, not long trips. Like to the beach, I'll take the interstate, mostly because your mom drives. But if I go on long trips out or trips, I usually try to take the back road, stay off the interstate because it's a fun, fun drive. So I took the, I took the back roads uh, to the interview, which was in Chesterfield, which is on the other side of town. So I had to drive through downtown Richmond to get to the interview. I get there. I walk, walk, walk through the, go through the gates, open, go through. You know, get open the front door to Amazon, go to this little window thing, and have and this girl sends, hands me a piece of paper, and she was like, "Oh yeah, the guy who was supposed to give you had an interview. The guy who was supposed to give you the interview. I can't even talk right now. You're trying. And I'm 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 hosting a podcast and I can't talk. How's that going to work? Don't Not very well. That's I've how. I've loaded up on random content. I got you. Mm. So we get the we get there. It's like oh, the person who was supposed to give the interview had an emergency, had to go home. I'm like, okay, well, that would be nice if you would let me know, especially with gas prices. You know, I understand that she had an emergency, but I guess he, you know, and the, and the, the message I got was the complete, like, it wasn't like a personal message. It was like, mm-hmm. like a robot message yeah. from the Amazon DSP people telling me, confirming the interview. I'm like, yeah, I'll come out there. So I'm like, I'm all the way out in Chesterfield. What do I, what do I do? Because I'm like, 
I can go home or I can go to Jewelry's Bluff. So I went to Jewelry's Bluff, which is a paranormal. A paranormal. It is a – it probably is paranormal. If we could investigate out there, that would be awesome. But it was a uh, it was a fort, a um, fort overlooking the James River. Great view of the river, especially in the fall. Still a nice view now, but still kind of covered up because of the leaves and stuff. But if you're in the area and you uh, – Chesterfield, um, off 95, near uh, the – what is that? The – Philip Morris plant. You should go check out uh, Jerry's Bluff because it's a nice, nice location. You can uh, take a nice little stroll down to the uh, fort, check out the fortifications, read some signs, learn some stuff, have yourself a good old time. So then, you know, I did that, took some videos, took some pictures, which I'll be posting on my Facebook page. And uh, not butt pirate. Yeah, well, that's good. That's good, Howie. I'm not a butt pirate either. Um, then I came home and kind of hung out here for a little bit, watched some YouTube, and then finally got a Mexican pizza. They're back at Taco Bell. That's exciting. Your mom, Angie, was super excited about having a having she Taco Pizza. She thought you when you didn't bring it inside. I know. I so I brought it in the wrong bag and uh, didn't have their Mexican pizza in it, and she was pissed. She was genuinely. I almost let her think that I had forgotten it, but I was like, you know what? I don't want to lose my life over a taco pizza yeah. or Mexican pizza. Yeah, you know. So I just like I I told her the truth. I left the bag downstairs, but it was an accident. Actually, I didn't mean to oh. <laughs> take the wrong bag up. I actually thought the taco pizza bag was – actually. I, I was scared because I'm like, oh, crap. They they, then I remembered, oh, yeah, there are two more bags on it. Oh, I thought you were, like, No, pen. no, yeah, I, I actually thought I left the taco <laughs> pizza. Cause I, I was like, I looked in one of the bags. I saw the box. I'm like, what, what are you thinking? I saw the box. But, no. <laughs> taco Mexican pizza did not disappear. It was there, and it was my other daughter, Rihanna, came over, my my – my blood daughter, Rihanna, came over. I haven't seen her, well, here in a long time. I actually saw her last weekend. Um, no, last week. Last week. So it was good having her over. We played some Mario Kart. She bought RJ some of this, like, you know those Japanese candies you put together? Some uh, jelly candy. Yeah, you have to get the do-it-yourself candy. Like, you know, we're going to make you put the put – the, the candy together your damn self. <laughs> Make you earn that stuff. Work for it. Exactly. You can get high little, on sugar, but you gotta work for it, honey. <laughs> it'll build character, and it did not taste good. Oh, yeah, no, it was not a good tasting candy at all. Oh, I doubt it tastes good. To be honest, you'd be happy disappointed. You know, you spent spent all this time making the candy, and then it tastes terrible. like crap. Yeah. <laughs> so. We do some supernatural news because that's what we do to fill time when we have nothing else to talk about. <laughs> um, I have a special guest coming on the actual day for supernatural news. My friend Helena is going to call in from England, oh, and we're going to okay. yeah we're going to talk supernatural news with her before we ask her about some of the places that we talk about here. Um, you know, 
So that's gonna be that's gonna be fun. That's for the the last Monday of the month. Nope, I'm gonna do that. I almost, I almost left the page here. Okay. That would only be slightly. I mean, it was just it would just you know be par for the course for tonight, as far as you know bad stuff happening. But well, you know we're we're we are enduring here. Oh, here's here is an interesting. Interesting article here. I wish I could do screen screen share. Maybe they can. I'm gonna try something. No one no one is watching, so I'm gonna go ahead and try this here. Shoot, come up. I wanna be able to show the article while I'm reading it, you know. There used to be something you could share the screen. Let's see here. Or not. I don't know. Let's see. Can you let's see. pop out? Oh, that's all I wanted to do. Oops. I can talk about the back rooms while you figure this out. Talk about the what? The back rooms? Back rooms? Yeah, talk about the back rooms. What the hell? It's like a horror thing that basically it's like not in games there's like no clip or like where you can like face like the walls of like the map or whatever. Uh huh. So the back room concept is kind of like that where like you're doing some like random thing. It's normally in like a file room for whatever reason. I don't know. But like you like fall through or whatever and you end up in the back rooms and I will pull up a picture to show you on my phone while I tried to describe it very badly. Okay. Um, it's basically like the same room with endless turns and like corners. Is it a computer game? Yes, but it was also like originally just kind of like one of the, you know, like the horror story yeah, yeah. things people make. Um, back rooms. Horror. And it's basically like the same things over and over. And there's normally like like eventually someone who's like you think following you mm-hmm. and you kind of like slowly lose your hand there because there's no actual way out but it's just like the same thing like over again oh is that yeah okay mm-hmm. yeah there's a new game there's like a new game that came out that's literally just about back rooms and like going through the there was this uh and it, there was a the story it was on it was on one of the videos we watched on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Might have been a Nukes Top Five or something. Mm-hmm. But there was this guy, old guy, who was went to go visit his daughter in a, in like a different country. I mean, it was been mm-hmm. Australia, and uh, he he was he started he started uh, he was old and he was kind of senile, and his wife and his daughter had gone to um, had gone to the mall. And when he got home, they got home from the mall. He wasn't there. And they they had they looked all over the place for him. They could not find him. Mm-hmm. They had no idea. And he was just he just disappeared. Mm-hmm. They put they put posters, you know. I don't think I don't know they did posters. That sounds like from like nineteen fifty. <laughs> but they 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 called the police, and the police had no idea where he was. And um, and so the mom left, and, and still had no idea where he was. And so this a few weeks later one of the one of the uh the workers at the mall was um 
sweeping this long corridor that nobody ever goes down. Mm-hmm. And he saw what looked like a uh, looked like a person slumped over on, on like a chair or something. He goes and he goes and tries to talk to the person to see what he want, what he was doing there. And uh, he said he dropped they dropped him up and ran away in horror because it was the old man. Mm-hmm. He apparently he had gone to the mall. It was a huge mall. Yeah. You know, and he had gone to he had gone to the mall and he was looking for his wife and and um, for some reason he whenever he couldn't find his wife he said he said meet me at the food court. So he went to the food court and she didn't show up because she she wasn't she was she was going she went home in mm-hmm. food court. And he, he left. He thought he was going outside. Yeah. He goes into one of the corridors that nobody goes goes ever goes in. So he was walking around the corridors for like a week <laughs> trying to find his way, but he couldn't find his way out. Mm-hmm. Finally, he passed away in yeah. in the back corridor. That seems like some like what you're talking about. Yeah, it that, just, it's basically the same concept, just except you're like completely isolated and he's kind of like I think there's no actual way out and it's just kind of like you slowly just kind of go insane because it's just the same thing no matter where you like turn to it's just kind of the same thing there's a game that came out recently mm-hmm. that looks really really good that's like based off of it and there's like different like creatures and stuff and anyway but yeah just because of the game I look at it all online I mean, can you imagine, like, being stuck, stuck in, like, in the panic you would have knowing that, you know, you're, you, mm-hmm. you can't get out? Oh, yeah. You're, like, searching for a way out, and there being literally nothing. Imagine that's how people feel when they get, they get lost, when they get lost in the woods, mm-hmm. you know? You're seeing the same thing no matter which way you turn. And the people don't think about getting lost in the uh, back of a mall. Because you think someone's gonna come in here and find, but the, the guy didn't know. You know, was he was had you know amnesia or maybe Alzheimer's mm-hmm. or beginning of Alzheimer's. Something. Yeah, his mind was not working right. So that's scary. Mm-hmm. I would not want that to happen. I, Lost in the back of a mall. So we had our first thing of like family life today, and one. The room that I had to go to, right, was in a hallway that I had never been down before. <laughs> I never had to. And I'm just like, great. And it's numbered really weirdly, right? There's like, it's so weird. She was like, six here, but then like, 12 over here. And I'm like, why are you numbered like this? Turns out room 608. 08. It was at the very back of the hallway. And I'm like, oh, okay then. You would think a school would know how to number a hallway. Literally. So it's really off topic, just help thinking about it. I mean, you know, we're talking about paranormal stuff, you know, and, you know, being lost in a in a hallway would be pretty I scary. was most certainly lost for a minute. I genuinely thought I missed it I until not I noticed there was another that. <laughs> So imagine we're, we're talking about school right now, right? We're going down the school, the school road here. Uh how about a teacher finding a creepy rag doll in the wall? How can we throw to reasons to throw a doll out the house? Find creepy, it's a creepy doll there. Uh, so I can't figure out how to share my screen. Sorry, guys. 
I apologize for that. Uh, I'll read the article, though. This is by Jackie Butler. Good old Jackie Butler. When primary school teacher Jonathan Lewis started a DIY project in his new house, I was at the school. Well, that's kind of disappointing, but it's okay. He, he was shocked to make a spine-chilling discovery, like Ike, says Ike, something out of a horror movie. Just days after picking up the keys, the 32-year-old decided to knock through a wall to solve a mystery over a loose wire before stumbling across the scene that, like, something straight out of a okay, read it, straight out of a horror movie, something out of a horror movie. So, out of a horror movie, twice. They, they really tried yeah. to sell a horror movie. So, it was out of a horror movie, guys. They're straight really out of a horror movie. For her, for hidden inside a wall was a creepy rag doll just sitting inside the void under the stairs. I think they spelled void wrong, too. They added the E. Maybe that's an English thing. The void A. I mean, no, we we took the U out of everything, not E. Yeah. People, it's just like, I know people need jobs. Hire uh, people who, like, proofread things. Or spell check. Yeah. Like, do you not, out of anxiety, reread over stuff, or is that just me? I mean, yeah. It's just like for, this is. Your, your paper is for a teacher. This is for, like, everyone to read. Like, Come on, guys. Sight. Come on. And it's not any better here. Oh, I've, yeah. I've seen typos in, like, the New York Post and the Washington Post and all those. Yeah, no, absolutely not. Someone cares papers. enough, in all honesty. <laughs> someone cares God. enough. I mean, even one person proofreading it would cut that. Literally. You get too used to reading like the thing over again. Like you need someone to proofread or at least spell check. Yeah, people people know to read, get a job. Proofreading for the mirror. For hidden inside a wall was a creepy rag doll just sitting inside the well, I did that already. In a shuddering in a shuddering development. Jonathan soon realized that suddenly doll was holding a note which terrifyingly described how she killed the previous owners for being described. too happy. The note yeah. the doll killed the very incident. The doll killed the people? No, I you know what happened? Describe, describe like, how she killed the previous owners for being too happy. <laughs> well, you are too <laughs> freaking happy. You've got to die. Good thing I you need to you. fucking die, dude. Seriously. Definitely sound like my friend Finn. Not going to lie. Finn, you know how, like, there's, like, Finn wants people, to kill people when they're happy. You know how when, like, there's people who are, like, balance each other out perfectly? Yeah. That's me and Finn. Finn's like, I'm going to commit violence. Like, Finn, we can't commit violence today. <laughs> Unless you're a doll. Then you can kill people. Yeah, you know. Free card, maybe. Oh. So, I'm wondering. Let's read. Let's go on. Let's read more. We'll, I'll discuss. We'll read more. And we'll see how this develops. The incident happened soon after Jonathan moved into the to the property in Walton, Liverpool. His friends were freaked out when he told them about his creepy discovery and urged them to move out again straight away. Uh, yeah. Jonathan told Liverpool, I kind of knew there was this void. So he spelled void right, right here. How do you spell it wrong and then right? Hello? Underneath the stairs that had been plastered up, plastered bolted up. This is my terrible English accent. And there was a wire coming out from the previous owners had the fridge, but I did it know where the fridge was plugged in, so I knocked through a bit of this plaster board to see what was there. I knocked through a hole about the size of a fist, shone a light in there, and was and there was a doll just sitting there. I'm probably in trouble British, for that. British yeah, I'm going to be, all the British, British people listening to the show are going to be like, what the fuck? <laughs> Bloody hell. You fucking wanker. 
Jonathan took. Listen to this. Listen to this guy. Oh my God. You don't know what I'm doing right now. You're gonna be banned from Britain. You've, you've lost your British card. <laughs> you've lost your British right. I've never had a British card. That's right. I renounce you. We you, don't want you back. Damn colonists. Jonathan took a hammer to the wall to make the hole bigger and found the rag doll with yellow wool plaid sitting on a tiny wicker chair wearing a Victorian-style green strippy, stripe, strippy, stripy dress, bloomers, apron, and cap. He then spotted a folded piece, folded up piece of paper in her lap. He, he opened it up to find the blood-curdling note that said, Dear Rita, new homeowner, thank you for framing me. God, I can't even do it for a second. My name is Emily. The original owners lived in this house in 1961. I didn't like them, so they had to go. All they did was sing and be merry. It was sickening. Stopping, stabbing the chest. Made me choice. Stabbing was my choice of death. You have nice. Hope you sleep well. You know, this is fucking. I usually have pretty good, I probably have pretty good English accent. I just can't, I just can't, uh, I can't, um, do it tonight for some reason. Sorry, this is so funny, you went Emily. This is, why is it named Emily? I every name. My name is Emily. It's right here. Can't you see it? It's right here. My name, my name is Emily, the original owner that lived in this house in 1961. So I didn't like them. So the so is even better. The way he goes, the way he goes, always singing and merry. Why Were they from a musical? Did you ruin? It sounds like it sounds like I had like a Mary Poppins vibe Literally. going on there. <laughs> I wasn't prepared for that. Don't sing in. Britain or a doll will fucking kill you. Jesus, I wasn't prepared for that. <laughs> Jonathan, who moved in last September, took the whole thing yeah. in his stride. In spite of the ominous note and his friend's advice, you know what happened? Somebody lived there before. Like, They're like, let me fuck with these. Let me fuck yeah. with some people. Like, I'm going to put a doll. They're like, bro, I don't like this doll anyway. Let's just. Yeah, why would the doll kill someone and then somehow. And somehow board himself up in the wall, put plaster, you know, if that could actually happen. There, <laughs> I might try to argue with. <laughs> Why would a doll do that? It's so stupid. Stupid doll. Write a self note. You said, I'll be honest. I found, I'll be honest. I found the whole thing hilarious. And I'm talking like a bummer guy. <laughs> I probably do the exact same thing. I'm like, I was a place here. I don't know where I'm from. Huh. Or the doll's from. Sorry, guys. Letter says 1961. The real, but the state agent said when she was showing, showing me around that the kitchen was only done four or five years ago. I think it must have been put there then because the paper doesn't look very old and looks relatively recent. Yeah. So, guys, the doll did not really kill someone in 1961 for being happy or being merry and singing all the time. Whew, you guys should sleep good. Uh, <laughs> wasn't prepared for that. Freaking Emily. 
after emotionally myself with fanfic, I was not prepared to hear you in the most British accent go, Emily. Emily. I kind of like a coffee accent. My name is Emily. Emily. Huh, well, that's, that's a relief. I'm glad Emily wasn't around murdering people. When you look at, like, uh, was it there, uh, Annabelle? Mm-hmm. The Riggedy Ann doll? It was Annabelle, and there was also Chucky for the well, like, dolls. Well, I mean, Chucky's a movie. Annabelle is actual actual case that oh, yeah, fair enough. happened. But I look at these dolls, and I'm looking at like a Riggedy Ann doll. They don't have fingers. All they have is like little nubs. And it's like the doll was on, like, tried to strangle the person. Mm-hmm. Like, how do you strangle the person? You if I'm over know. here, I'm like. Unless you're hitting, like, specifically where, like, probably the trachea maybe is. You're not going to do anything. They're soft hands. They're, they're made of, like, fabric and Literally, like, you're cotton. not going to achieve anything. Although, I'm not saying it didn't happen. Because yeah. I'm not going to get on Annabelle's bad side, or I'm not going to go down that okay. road, but I'm just trying to figure out the... But there was a time when, like, everyone thought Annabelle, like, escaped her, like, cage or whatever from the museum. And right. She shows up, boom, 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 her, you never talk a shit about me. There's this really funny person who, like, made a little skit about it because he does make, like, little random skits. I have it saved. You want to watch it, but oh, I can't watch it now. I'll yeah, watch no, it later. It's like when you do, I have it saved in this playlist, and it was just like because every everyone thought like Annabelle escaped her cage. Well, what for happened? Whatever what? reason, apparently she like moved or whatever, and just it was in like I wonder it was in like twenty twenty one or like twenty yeah like twenty twenty or twenty twenty one like the world was ending and everyone was like looking for something to be fanned about, you know, you know. I don't think people. <laughs> I think they had enough stuff to be panicked about. Although, I want to stay, stay on the safe side just in case. Like, if you talk shit about Annabelle, if she can somehow hear it and, you know, bad stuff will happen to you, mm-hmm. I want to apologize. Hashtag karma. Hashtag yes. Paul, like, you know, have you ever heard of Robert the Doll? If you don't ask Robert if you can take a picture mm-hmm. with him, like, bad stuff will happen to you. So, I'm going to stay air on the the side of caution and apologize to Annabelle and say, look, I wasn't mean anything bad by it. I was just, uh, Joke. yeah. I'm sure Annabelle has a great sense of humor. Literally. Literally. And she's trying to single people with nubs. I mean, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta have a sense of humor. Yeah. You have to, you have to, have to laugh at yourself sometimes. Uh, do, 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 Lots of interesting stories to read here. Let's read this one. Getting the call. Fifty was stalked for an entire year by a troubled specter. That you don't use the word specter over here. There's always ghosts of spirit. You should start using specter. It sounds like fancy. Specter. It does sound like a very fancy ghost. You're like specter. It's like the specter. If there's a specter here. Like a ghost with a top hat and a monocle with a cane. That's a specter right there. Just imagine like one of those like really magical like staff thingies with like a crystal ball at the top. Reminds me of, um, what was that, SpongeBob episode where they turned, where they turned uh, invisible. 
and Mr. Crab had the Spectre Deflector, where it was like a, one of those uh, ping, the balls with a string on it, the paddled thing. It's my Spectre Deflector. Every time I hear the word Spectre, I, I think Spectre Deflector. Yeah, yeah. A woman who was stalked her entire year by a troubled spirit that dragged her down the stairs. Well, I was told how she became a ghost hunter. Debbie McCall, 51, even had to love her for life. This is not a ghost, like some people. After facing her fears, who now who she now takes on paranormal dates. Oh. To get her of everything from haunted castles to dungeons and tunnels. You have to, you, have to, you know, you can, you can investigate dungeons. You need to investigate tunnels as well. The two go hand in hand, you know? Yeah. Debbie realized the spirit had attached himself to her in 2012. After local church refused to uh, banish him, she's like, what, banishing him? What the fuck? I could do that. She, helped, she sought help from a medium who advised, advised, who advised her to let, it go, let go of the negative energy that was attracting it. Now Debbie, let it go. Now Debbie of Portsmouth says this helped her regain control of her life. Now she's purple. It also led to her soulmate, Emily Cowell, a service, service manager who she met at a seance in Fort Whitley in 2020. Debbie said, she has a passion for the paranormal as me, and whenever we can, we work together, has the same passion. So yeah, I was trying to be British, and I messed the word, which is, you know, far for the course, far for the course. I know. God, I'm way off today. You you really have an identity crisis over here. Our date nights are. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> I don't know what that was. I got I got to think like a red coat. Think like a British. Think like a British. Our date night. <laughs> God, I, w- I wish uh, Helena was watching this right now. I'd get her to call. Imagine. Seriously. <laughs> Seriously. Mm. All right, I'm just going to do Southern. Our date nights are paranormal investigations instead of dinners so per van. I met Emily as a customer of Ghost to Ghost, a paranormal investigation group. I found it in 19, I, 19, 2018. She found it in 1980. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 150 years old. <laughs> I didn't that I should work for the mayor. <laughs> Yeah, at this rate, you'd be the I'd probably be, I'd be the, uh, the, ma- the main, the main reporter. We love our paranormal date nights. They're unconventional, but they're our passion, and we, and we have as many as we can. It's like freaking Pennywise, Red Balloon. Going on these investigations has completely changed my life, and I've never been happier, ever. Since Debbie created Ghost to Ghost, she has gone on more than 120 haunting excursions. What? Taking a mixture of believers and skeptics. And she says the most recent adventure in Fort Whitley near Portsmouth, Hampshire, on April 30th, was the most terrifying yet. Debbie and a group of 24 ghost hunters ventured into the cold tunnels beneath the reputedly haunted building, only to be frightened witless by a thunderous roar that reverberated all around them at 2 o'clock in the morning or 2 a.m. for those who prefer that. Who prefer the simple way. Yes. And actually, it said 2 a.m. I had it in the morning just to <laughs> spice it up a little bit. Despite her vast experience investigating the paranormal, even Debbie was shocked to the core by the degree of aggression that she says it conveyed. She said, I've never been, never before in all my time doing this, 
doing this experience, that level of aggression coming from the tunnels. Now, what do you think it was that was roaring like that? China did not want her. Freaking British there. monsters down there. It was so loud. It was giving me a, giving a terrifying message. I think the spirits want us out of the tunnels. They want us to run, and we did. Valid. Get out, fuckers. At least not like people in horror movies are here and go, let's go investigate. No, you leave. Let's leave. go see. Let's go, let's go you see. Yeah. I don't want to die. I love like interacting during an investigation. Stop people from being dumb. It's so much better. Yeah, yeah. If someone, if you hear a loud roar and people would go towards it, I would go the exact opposite direction. Because you know what? Like I said, I don't want to die. I've often heard the spirits shouting, get out, repeatedly during investigations. But to hear such aggression was significant. It's something I'd never seen before. Debbie first became aware of her psychic senses as a child when she would often feel a presence. But she began to have visitations during the night when she was in her 20s, which became concerning. It was scary at times, but other times it was just wasn't. I would brush it off, and then the spirits would move on. I used to get terrible visitations when I tried to sleep, which was more frustrating than it was scary. I would see rows and rows of people as far as the eyes can see, but I could never see their faces, and they're all white and cloudy. I'm sorry, but is that not concerning to anyone else? Like, how are you like, oh, yeah, this is just a thing that happened. You know, it's not, it's not. I mean, I guess if you, if you see it, Although you probably should be talking, sitting over here, going to be talking to me. Oh, so I'm yeah. feel like I'm talking to my be like I'm talking to myself. But uh, like, where's the words that Lawrence he, he's, he's talking to himself again? I guess if you're born with it. Although, you know, I would not want to be dealing with it, especially when I was a kid. You know, have like old people visiting visiting me in my bedroom and stuff. That's real scary. Yeah. That's a child scary. But like you know, our friend, you know, friend Jerry, your mom, she sees things. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. I, I guess I reckon you get used to it. But I have like stuff. When we were at a that like that like place by like the railroad that's gone to like twice. The place by the railroads we've gone to twice. I've gone to twice. Oh. Uh, it, it was like an old like. Field Hospital or whatever. The Exchange Hotel? Yeah, I think that's what it was. It was it's like right by the railroad and like a little food place. You go with me? Uh, I think the first time you were there. It was like, it's like a white, like two-story, two-story building. And it was like, uh, like far and then it was like a hospital thing for like one of the wars. I mean, I'm thinking about the exchange. Was there a barbecue place next to it? Yeah. Next to the exchange. I remember going there with you. You might not have been there, but I've, I've gone there like... It's in Gordonsville. Twice. I know I was with mom. You might not have been there, but I was with mom. But like the first time I was there, one, the moment we got there, I got like such a bad headache. Like pound... I that place is haunted AF. I took three ibuprofen and still had a pounding headache, like even after we left. Um... Also, mom was, like, forcing me to, like, go upstairs because she wanted me to, like, see stuff. And even, I had no idea what the place was. Mm-hmm. But we walk up, we're going, we're, we're, like, halfway up the stairs, maybe. And, mom, 
and I'm like, it smells like, yeah. And she's like, what do you smell? I'm like, it smells like, like, death. <laughs> that genuine, it's like, there was no better way to explain what it smelled like. It's, it's not like death, and I think also old people, but mostly death. Like, it just, it just mm-hmm. smells like death. And mom's like, and like, apparently it didn't actually smell like anything, and I was just, and then mom was like, you know, this used to be used for like, dying to like a hospital, right? I'm like, no, but I do now. Thanks for the notice. So that was fun. Yeah, man, that place is really, it's, it's cool. Like, I'm, I, I go on, like, investigations. I'm, I'm like you. I, I sense things more than actually feel things. Um, or I sense things more than I see things. That's what I meant to say. Um, let's see what happens with the rest of this article here. Oh, yeah. Yeah, sorry. I forgot about the article part. My bad there. Do, 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 do. I'm going to get inside track, but I don't know I do. I used to get terrible visitations when I tried to sleep, which was more frustrating than it was scary. I'd see rows and rows of people. I already saw that part already. <laughs> Nothing was ever defined, but you could tell they were people. They were always jostling and demanding my attention. They, did my, they needed my help, but I would always tell them, go away. God. Okay. Then in November 20, I added the God part. It wasn't actually there. Then in November 2012, Debbie's life changed forever after Spirit attached itself to her and refused to leave her alone for over a year. She said she actually feared for her life as a spirit which was initially invisible, but eventually turned into an ominous shadow which taunted her by moving items around, eventually became aggressive and dragged her down the steps. That'd be scary. Terrified, she turned to various churches for help but says no one knew what to do. The spirit just wouldn't go away. I mean, they, they didn't sound like the, the churches just flat out refused to help her mm-hmm. at the beginning of the article, but it sounds like they didn't have, know how to help her. Yeah. The spirit was just wouldn't go away. The haunting got particularly bad, and it was poltergeist haunting. The spirit that causes physical disturbances, so objects would be moved, things would fly around, and they even got attacked. I was pushed down the stairs and dragged by my ankles. That happened four or five times. And one time it was, it was even witnessed by a friend who ran out of the, out of the house. I was literally stalked for over a year. That's a nice friend. Yeah, thanks for the help. Yeah, I'm being dragged down the stairs by a freaking ghost and you run out the house. Thanks so much for the help. That's yeah. Such a good thing for I you. mean, you could, you know, stop the ghost or maybe hold me, maybe pull on me, help me maybe out a little help bit. Me you know, just... after, you know, maybe help me up after. Jeez. The spirit just wouldn't go away. The haunting got particularly bad. It was, oh God. The spirit was a bit taller than I was, around five foot seven and quite wide. There was a weight in him, which was funny to say about a spirit. I was absolutely terrified. I had no idea how to deal with it at the time. I couldn't see him, but I could feel him. Not being able to see something and not knowing when the spirit is going to do stuff to you has got to be very unnerving. No. Always being always on edge like that. It's terrifying when you can't see anything. Because even in, like, a real situation – like, if you were to say, like, being stalked or something, like, that's scary. Well, it's like... And then being attacked and still not being able to see anything that you can potentially fight back is even scarier. When you walk through this, you know, this haunted houses, and... Oh, I can't do them. I, I can't. Super dark, and you know there's somebody there, 
but you don't know where. You don't know when. And it's, we know when it's what's good. What's it going to do? But imagine that happening in real life, twenty four seven, and they actually can hurt you. Unlike and they're in the, in like the most haunted houses where they can't, but they can scream in your face when I. I would just be. No. I'd be so frazzled because I wouldn't be able to sleep at night. I would be so like nervous because I wasn't wouldn't know when the next thing was going to happen. Um, so it's pretty scary to think about it. Thankfully, by the end of 2013, the spirit left her in peace, but there was no turning back for Debbie. He became intensely passionate about the paranormal. The spirit took over my life. I thought I was going completely mad. It got to a stage where it didn't matter where it was. He would appear and perform. <clears throat> perform? Like, what is he performing? Hello? Is he, I mean, hello. Wow. Brown chicken, brown cow. He started moving objects to scare me and get my attention, which was witnessed by friends and even colleagues at work. They couldn't believe what they were seeing. They were just shocked. It was the most difficult year of my life. But I regret it. But I don't regret it because it got me to where I am today. I believe these things happen for a reason. I, luckily, I got into the paranormal without a terrifying tale. Without, yeah, exactly. Without a, uh, without being haunted or drugged down the stairs by a ghost. Yeah. I got, I see this article here. I got to read. I, I just saw this. And I am not sure if I can get through it. Man claims he is super soldier, battle worn from fighting in an intergalactic war. Oh. I mean, this guy's story needs to be told. A man has told he was turned into a super soldier after being abducted by aliens and made to fight in an intergalactic war. Not gonna lie, I heard super soldier about a bunky barn. Russ Callett. 58, claims he has traveled around the world fighting for 15 feet tall invaders and has suffered from PTSD and chronic fatigue syndrome reported the Daily Star. He says aliens have abducted him multiple times from his seaside home and has drawn pictures to describe them to back up his claims. This looks like a, like a Mexican wrestler. The, the, the last part you said makes me think it's so, like the whole like drawing to prove his claim thing makes me think it's something that happened today in math class. I need to have Russ on our show. <laughs> um, this is awesome. Finn and Shania were arguing about whether a bee is like an animal or an And then Finn proceeds to on the whiteboard, right? Animals and then under, right? The different classifications of animals. Uh-huh. And then Mr. Ethan's over here like, Finn, just because you wrote it on the board doesn't prove your point. Just proves that you just wrote this. And so she's like, you can look it up on Google. And Mr. Ethan's like, yeah, but you just wrote that. So it doesn't prove anything. That's true. He says, I went through a tunnel that I'd never seen before. And the next thing I knew, I was in what looked like a dentist surgery with 15 feet tall alien men that looked very much like Dracula without the sharp teeth surrounding me. I had some sort of tube pushed down my throat, and whatever liquid they pumped into me turned, it, turned me into one of their super soldiers. For the past 30 years, I've been a part of their army fighting the opposing race, the Dragos, or Dragos, which are tall and scaly with heads like dragons. I've been gone for years. People don't realize. And four hours here is four years on one of the planets I've been to. Well, yeah, that's of course. I'm sure, but then literally something from, like, Twilight or something. You know. 
It's honestly no wonder why. I used to be so tired in my day job, the amount of the time I'd, I'd be gone. For. So, you know, that's why I'm so tired. That's why I'm so tired all the time. I'm, not, I'm actually fighting a war for an alien race without even realizing it. That's exactly why. Exactly. I mean, your mom gets on me about doing dishes. And you know what? I'm fighting a war for aliens, so back off. Uh, I've fought in battles across the UK, Europe, and South America, even fought in different battles for territory and space. Each time I've been abducted. So these, these wars are going on, like on Earth, apparently. Bro, why do I hear? This is really confusing. Yeah, honestly. Mm. And he's actually fighting wars in space, too. It's like he so, can't figure out which one he wants. Is it like on a different like plane? Like different like yeah, yeah ultimate reality is what I meant. To. Yeah. Hello? Maybe. Uh I'm also in the multiverse, but still. <laughs> wow. Uh there's uh two, 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 two. I've spoken with other abductees and they've said the same thing happened to them. It's quit worrying. So apparently it's happened to more than one person. Oh, well. Oh, so, yeah, I will post the article on my Facebook page, guys. Um, sorry that whatever happened with Angel didn't work out. Hope she's okay. Um, but we will be back here next week. Same freaking awesome time, same freaking awesome channel. I don't know who we're going to have on the show because my other guests canceled on me, so we'll, we'll just figure that out as we go. But we'll have somebody on. We'll do. We'll maybe we'll, we'll head it to balloon up and down for the show. Yeah, yeah we we are we are good. We're, we were going so good to the ceiling pop. The air ceiling pop the balloon. All right, guys, we'll be back next week. See you later, and good night. <laughs>